0: Debt repayment. Um, I had posted on my Instagram stories that I have about seven months to get my debts repaid, and I'm going to tell you why it's seven months. Now, when we get advice from people, I mean, some people work within an industry that comprises of a few other industries, and I'm going to give you an example. So, you may have a mortgage broker. A real estate agent and a person from the bank who is advising you on how you are able to accomplish your goal of purchasing a home or whatever your next, yeah, like your one, if, if it's a long term or a short term goal, what would you need to do? So I had taken some advice from two people one who was a purchaser, someone that was a purchaser of a home, and they were explaining paying down my, the debts and certain things that the brokers are looking for. Um, and, you know, they're like, you know, if you have certain things on your credit report and they're almost seven years, you don't necessarily, like, you know, depending on how long you have left, they might just fall off. And then focus on the ones that are more new, try to pay them off, pay down the ones that are lower, like all sorts of information I was getting. And then I would speak to a real estate agent who was like, okay, well, you can make sure you get these things taken off your credit report, da-da-da-da-da. So three, like just hearing from all, all areas, right? And when I heard that, you know, hey, if you have something on your bureau for seven years and, you know, if it's almost the seventh year, like if you're five, six years and you want to buy a home in three, well, then what's the use on looking at that debt? What's the purpose of paying for that one? Just let it be and then it will just come off, Right. Because you're going to be looking to buy a home within three years anyway. So don't don't focus on that one. Focus on the ones that are more new. And then pay the smallest to largest in that respect of your newer debts. So that was a highlight for me. And I was like, oh, okay. So now I'm going to refocus on how I am paying my debts. And the other ones, I'll just leave them alone. Well, let me tell you something. It ended up being that... Because I didn't disclose that I was paying down all of my debtors, debtors, is that what you call them? I was paying them all down in portions. Everybody had one had 25, one had 50. It depended on the amount. I was breaking it down and continuously paying every single one of them uh, just to bring down the balance. And uh, when I had heard, well, if you, that one is like so old, why pay it? I stopped paying that company. Not knowing that because I was actually paying that debt, they look at it as I'm taking responsibility for it once again. I didn't abandon it for the entire seven years. I was addressing it. So I was told, now that you are in the position of, and this is a year and a half later, talking to someone else. They're like, no, 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 no. you should have never stopped paying that debt. You should have continued because you need to check your credit bureau again. Because you've been paying it and now you've been, um, you stopped, you are now gone back into them resetting the date that they file uh, an update on your credit report. So I had pulled my credit report again just to see, is it the old date from when they originally posted it on my credit report or was it updated? And to my, yeah, yeah. To my surprise, it was updated with the current date of my last payment. So therefore, therefore, it looked like it was a new debt that was on there. And it had two dates anyways, the old date and then the last payment date. So therefore, it's something that is on my bureau. And another seven years is not going to happen. Um, not to say that you're supposed to just let things hang off for seven years and don't take care of it. But at the same time, I thought it was a way for me to focus on the ones that, you know, I, I could have brought my debt down faster that way, but anyhow, whatever. I did that foolishness, and after doing some research, I went back and I reevaluated my payment plan and how I'm going to reevaluate paying these companies and getting this completed by August of 2020. Um, there's Vale, Gale, Val. Oxidite? Oxidy? I'm sorry, I've just maybe mashed up the lady's name, but at the end of the day, Val Gail, she's a West Indian lady and she is a Canadian financial guru. She had a show. A talk show and she would tell people look here stop doing this stop doing that you got to pay these debts down what's wrong with you? you crazy yada 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 you can't live this lavish life and you you're not living it off of your own budget like get yourself together so watching her show and then hearing a few other people tell me about her and then seeing some of her stuff online I liked the system that she has there's a pie chart so the pie chart it breaks down the way that you pay your bills or how much you allocate um, per paycheck towards paying your bills. So for savings, it's 10%, debt, 15%, life, I put 25%, housing, I put 35%, and transportation, 15% to, to be a total of 100%, right? So with that, I have now looked at, okay, if I do this, this will allow me to be more structured in making sure that there is money in each pot. When, and and it's not pots because as you saw, if you go back on my Instagram page, you'll see I have some jars, and on each jar they're labeled. So within each jar, it's going to have it's going to be allocated a certain percentage per paycheck, and at the end of the month, then it will allow me to pay out my bills. Um, so. This is the new system that I'm going to be using when I get my paycheck and I will be living within those percentages and means and anything that is above or beyond that amount, I will have to reevaluate like I had to reevaluate my phone bill. I had to reevaluate how can I bring down the cost of my phone bill which is still something I kinda kinda work with because I did get another phone. <laughs> yeah, so but I mean hey, it's the phone is to an advantage. Um, so it's helping me out based on what I had before. Um I cut certain costs within my home. The food cost is not getting cut because um as I had posted on Instagram, we're gonna be paying an average of, uh, of about five hundred dollars more per year for groceries. If you didn't know, now you know about $500 more per year for groceries, okay? And food is a thing that already costs a lot. So we're going to, I personally am going to have to be a little bit more strategic on um, groceries. You know what I mean? How I'm shopping for groceries, what's worth it, especially with things like vegetables and fruits. Sometimes we don't eat them all when we buy them and those things will stay in the fridge and waste away and that's not necessarily good. Um I'm going to have to try to resort to frozen vegetables or you know what, buy and eat, but that's going to be a little bit tricky sometimes I'm going to be honest cuz I buy them and I'm not always up to eating it. Um but there's also I take the transit to work, but then I have a car, so sometimes there's gas. So being more mindful on, you know what, do I want to, when I have my free time, am I going to be hopping in the car and going everywhere, or am I going to relax my foot and try to do um, a batch day where everything gets done instead of just going Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe the one day I'm just going to try to knock everything off in one shot instead of always moving up and down in the vehicle and save money for gas that way. There's also going to be a change that I will be making, and it's a big change. I think I spoke about it in my first episode, which was the eating out. I've been doing very well for the last um, month and a bit, and that's saying excessively well. I should say excessively well because I was a little bit more frequent with Starbucks, Tim Hortons, and just buying coffee and donuts and thing and thing in between my work shifts and everything else, or, you know, just on a drive out to do something, I would stop off to pick up something, you know what I mean? And I'm a lot more mindful of that, because I do not want to look at those things on my base, my bank statement. Because um, I, I will be checking my bank statements every two weeks to track my spending um, in between my you know, putting away the money, and when the money goes out and when it has to go in, especially because I, I already have preauthorized payments that have to be taken care of, I have to be even more strategic on making sure that my income, because it is being reduced, because I'm going to school, is limited. Um, it cannot go to these fast food places. It will either help to pay down my debt. Or it will either help towards um, being invested into something else, which will benefit me. Because obviously, uh, you see I'm out there on Instagram and I'm putting out posts and stuff for the Tenant Talk Tuesdays and all of that. Um, I'm looking to run a business, right? So therefore, I'm going to need that extra money to put it aside for something that is useful and purposeful and has an advantage and not a disadvantage to my future. So yeah, I will be checking my bank statements more frequently. So therefore, eating out is really not my thing. Um, Also this summer, I do want to do a a little bit more um, touring and stuff, checking out the city in different ways or outside of the city of Toronto, the GTA, but just going and visiting other places. So maybe that money can be allocated in that direction by, you know, you know, those little extra dollars, they do make a big difference. So depending on what is saved in my savings um, portion, once my debts go down, and the more money becomes available, I'll have more flexibility to put into my um, life pile or into my savings pile or into my housing. No, not housing. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to put no more into housing. Housing is what it is. So it would either go into my saving. It will allow me to increase my saving amount because who doesn't want to increase their savings? I actually am looking forward to see um, more money sit down in my bank account. That is my goal. I don't want to see the money go. I'm tired of money going. That's it. OK, so I have everything. I, I got a do a tang. With some lined paper, and I wrote everything down, highlighted, talked about the months. I talked about which ones, um, what months I'm working on, how much I'm looking to spend. I kind of averaged out. I am a part-time worker, so as part-time income, I just averaged out, you know, my hours, and then uh, use that as my income. And then my expenses, obviously, they're just. I know what I have to pay, so if I leave that as is and try not to go outside of it. Everything should work out quite fine for the next seven months and then beyond that I will be able to look at it as, you know what? It's no no longer debt. Debt is fifteen percent. I don't wanna deal with it anymore. You know? Beyond August of twenty twenty, I do not wanna deal with that anymore. I want that amount to be able to go towards my savings. You know what I mean? Or No, there's no other, there's no other, or life, you know, give me 10% for life. Yeah, I could be able to move it around a little bit better. 15% is a big number. So don't you want to move that debt ratio down or just let it eliminate it so that way it can go into another area? If we do that, then that means other area of our lives will be able to flourish. You know what? I never thought about it. That debt area could even be turned into business because when I remove that, I will be able to allocate that money into business activities that, I, you know, things that I have to take care of. So the more I think about why I'm doing it, I said family first, I said for myself, you know, personal development and everything else. But there's so much more that needs to be done. And that is exactly why I am going to get it done. So with, um, you know, I went to a banker and um, he had given me some information and I found the information very useful. Um, it talks about how your credit score is calculated. Uh, and there's some things that I want you to consider. So I'm just going to share this information with you. It is from the EchoFox Canada, Canada website and I don't know if you have been on the website but check it out. I mean, it's always good to go and take a look at your credit report. I know that when you go on there it's like, "Oh my gosh. What is it going to say?" because there's a lot of activity that a lot of us have done. Over the years, especially if you're in mid age, you're in your 40s or so, it's like, oh, Lord. But if you don't face it, you can't improve it. So at the end of the day, get on there and just get brave and handle your business. So once you get on there, you see what's on there, then you know how to manage yourself. If you're OK with your um, your credit management, then kudos to you, please. Leave me a message and tell me how is it that you are able to implement certain things that are beneficial, that help you increase your credit limit or allow you to have a bigger amount of savings or have invested into your future, have set you up for your retirement. All these things are areas that we need to focus more on. Um, you know what I forgot to mention? I actually automatically have money coming off of my paycheck that goes into my retirement savings plan. And that is through my work where they just, you know, you sign up. It's called OMERS. I don't know if any of you have uh, a benefit plan like that, whether it's for your retirement savings or is it just a savings that you have. But if you have a problem when, you know, you receive your paycheck, putting money aside for savings and if your work can do it for you and they have an account, why not? Why not, you know, contribute to that to help you as well. But I think it's also important to have something for yourself, some liquid money that, you know, you have that's an emergency fund, because I know what I was talking about with paying down the debt. Um, I'm using the debt snowball repayment process from Dave Ramsey. But when it comes down to having that saving, sometimes you know you want to save your money on your own and it's very tough. So if you can save it through your work, then that's great. But at the same time, he, De- Dave Ramsey speaks a lot about an emergency fund. And emergency funds is basically that money that we always need to just to have sit there. It's a liquid asset. It's that account that you can touch at any time, but it's only for an emergency purpose. So if you have a house and something goes wrong, you need to repair something, you have that money right there. Right. And, um, if you rent, you know, then you have that money for whatever emergency, maybe it's some type of furniture is broken and you need to replace it. I don't know, then you know, whatever your emergency would be, if you have a vehicle, and something has happened to the vehicle, and you need to take care of it, that emergency fund is there. I realize vehicles, there's always an emergency fund, there should be a vehicle fund in itself, because vehicles always have something that they need money for. And that's throughout the year. So I would say, um, just having that emergency fund and then a savings outside of what you save from work is a good idea, but let's work on this debt repayment, okay so if you have to save one way in the meantime, focus on the debt repayment and then have one savings, and then we'll wait until we bring down all of our debts so that way we can push that money that is no longer being sent to debt management over to. Another area that we want to take care of. So I will be looking at getting a. What do you call those? Those secured credit cards. I want to get a secured credit card to build up my credit. Um, Capital One is the one I've heard about from a lot of people. Um, They say Capital One cards work very well and you're not supposed to use more than 30 percent of your balance. You pay that back and you make sure you pay it on time. And that way, you know, you're making sure that you're helping to raise your credit score in the meantime as you address your debt repayment. Um, those are the th- things that I'm working on for the next three months. And I'm going to be more mindful, as I said, and check my account balances and make sure that everything that I'm doing is In line with what I've recorded in my handy little doula tang. Now, it seems a little tedious, but at the same time, structure is required. So that means my attention will have to be focused on the tedious, um, you know, part of this journey. If I didn't put myself in the position of having these debts, you know, if I had been a lot more prepared and 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 taking care of my responsible for my finances I wouldn't have to deal with this right now and I'm not knocking myself because at the end of the day I know I'm not the only one but that doesn't make it acceptable so therefore what I'm saying is it's going to require a lot of attention and if you are on the same journey just know it will require a lot of attention and patience But with that, it will definitely reap, we will will reap benefits. We will reap the benefit of saying, hey, I am debt free. Like I see people's posts on Instagram and they post up, they're like, oh, I'm debt free. I paid off 20,000. Look, I don't even have $20,000 to pay off. To be honest, it's not that um Big. It's probably about nine thousand, which is not a lot. And and the thing is, if I can negotiate some of this down, because I always hear people say, try to negotiate with the creditors. If I can negotiate that down with for each bill, then it, it's even less, right? So I have to be very um, consistent. I have to be consistent, and I need to develop better habits for myself for my future, for my business, for my child, from what he sees, you know, he's watching me. If he sees me continue to just spend money and shell shell, shell out money, like if I have it and it grows on trees, you know, you know, I hate that damn, money grows on trees. But at the same time, if I act like it's always at my disposal, then that's the way they think it is. It's easy to come across money, you know what I mean? So I have to start to show that no, it isn't easy to manage it, but at the end of the day, you just have to be responsible in how you um, use it, right? So, whether it's liquid money, cash, or credit, either way, responsibility. Not making impulse per- purchases. That's another thing I have to be careful with, you know, making certain decisions when I'm looking at wanting things. Why do I want it? How is it going to benefit me in the next two years? Because sometimes these things that we purchase, you know, you look at it in four months and it's like, oh, I really want something else. You know what I mean? It doesn't even appeal to you the way it did when you first purchased it. Now it's just an item. You know, there's some things like you, I mean, clothes, hey, clothes is clothes. But even with clothes, like you have your closet full of clothes and and, and at the same time, huh? Some of it can't even fit. Like you do you see the price tag and it's like, Oh yeah, I I can squeeze into that. I'll get into that. I'll get I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm just gonna hold on to this because I know I'm trying to lose weight and and, and I'm gonna thin out in the next few months. So I'll be fine with this. I'm just gonna purchase it. It's only ten dollars. No, ten dollars is still good. Ten dollars is still good to put into that um uh debt management or a savings package or let it sit down in whichever one it needs to sit in. And just accumulate, okay? No more will there be that impulse shopping, um, nor will I be attending functions that I don't necessarily need to go to. Um, I will support people as people support me. But if there is a cost beyond what I can afford, I have to make wise decisions. How beneficial is it? You know what I mean? Some people will understand and other people won't. But my journey is my journey. Look, I turned 40 and I'm telling you guys, I'm not rocking the same way I did for the last, you know, the last decade. It's 2020. It's a new decade, new year, new things, new beginnings. Listen here, I am hype and I want you to be hype and I want you to join me me on this journey. If you are experiencing... Challenges with your finances, and you are looking to see, you know, how can I increase my income um, potential, or how can I decrease my debt ratio? Uh, maybe you're good with debts. Maybe you're already doing well with assets. Well, then maybe you can just call in, or sorry, call in. It's no radio station. It could be though. Um, but at the same time, maybe you can send me a message and and and, and provide some information because people want to know. People want to know things and sometimes they are ashamed to ask. So if you leave me a message, I could talk about it on the um, the podcast in one of my episodes. And that way the information will reach, you know, maybe even one day we can meet up and you can be a part of the podcast and share whatever information you have. As I mentioned, I have a business partner. I am involved in financial services. I actually went and got my license. Um, But at the same time, I just want to focus myself before I actually start to put um, that license into deep practice. I want to be on the learning end where I am gathering information, sharing information. Um, If anybody wants to be involved and find a way to raise their income by being involved in financial services, you know, with, with having your license, and I can definitely provide you that information as well. But at the same time, um, we just have to work as a community and share information and care for one another because that's what God has intended for us to do, right? With that said, uh, this is the end of episode two from Money Boosting Mondays. As I said, um, we're going to take care of our debts before we start focusing on boosting our money. Um, As we bring our debts down, then we will have more money to boost, right? So we have to make sure that we deal with debt management first. Um, But hey, as I said, if we can, you know, if you have any talents, any abilities that will bring you in a second income, use it, try to make more money so you can help boost your money. But if you don't, and you are interested in another opportunity, DM me, send me a message, um, resetwithnat at gmail.com. You can send me an email at resetwithnat on Instagram. You can send me a direct message, or you can go to my website, www.resetwithnat.com, and then contact me there. Um, I'd like to say thank you. This is a new journey for me. It is for me to be accountable. And I, I just want us to grow together as a community. And I, I appreciate whoever tunes in and whoever actively participates. Um, thank you so much for being with me. All right, Money Boosting Monday out. Take care. God bless.